everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fignuts Podcast. This is Season 4, Episode 21. If you counted every single episode, it's 171 episodes. I'm Craig. I am Britt. Craig, how you doing tonight? Uh, Not bad, not bad. This week's been kind of stupid, but today was okay. Well, you know, the, the week before a holiday usually is, in my opinion, stupid, yeah. that is. You know, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go right into rant rage right now mm-hmm. because I just went on to try and buy something that was going on a Black Friday special on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. and by 7:01 it was sold out. Yep. Like in the time <laughs> and 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 I save all my info in a in a um in a locked Google type safe thing. So it's literally type in Brit. Here's the last the first four digits of my credit card number and everything fills out. It takes 30 seconds for me to purchase something online. And I still got sniped. Yeah. Yep. This Sucks. is nuts, man. This is nuts. Sucks. Well, little Johnny's not getting a PS5 this year. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have any kids, so I don't know who little Johnny actually is, but he's man, not getting... Scalpers, man, they make... It's so annoying. Like, people post pictures of a room full of boxes of consoles, and they they charge, like, double the price of retail. Yep. It's so annoying. So, so they're telling me that another batch of them will be available at 7.30. So we're starting a little after 7 o'clock. So if in the middle of the podcast I get really quiet, it's just because I'm pushing <laughs> buttons and trying. I'm going to try one more time. I'll try one more time. But then that's it. And it's, it's gonna, little Johnny's going to have to make do with uh, something, something, something small. So Okay. But let's get right into it. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? Um, so tonight, because, you know, I'm probably going to... Even though we're staying home tomorrow, I'm probably going to wind up eating and or drinking too much or both. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm giving myself a break, and I have to work Friday, so I'm definitely going to need a drink after that. Yeah. Um. So right now, I'm just drinking tonic water. I'm one of those oh, weird people that can just drink it. Yeah, I've never known somebody. I think you're pretty much the only person I've known who's ever. No, that's not true. There's a guy at curling who likes tonic water straight. I can't remember which one of my curling buddies it is, but there's a guy when I used to do the bartending. He'd be like, I just want tonic tonic water over ice. And they used to be like the cheapest thing you could get at our bar, but yeah, I'm, I'm I, at least at least safe from malaria. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have a holiday ale, nice, because that's just the holidays are here, so it's it, that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at tonight. Um, all right, let's um let's move into uh, burning hot take questions. Um, do you want to give or you want to receive? Um, I'll receive. Okay, so. Number one, we have a couple of news items of uh, of note here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Tom Brady. Let's talk <laughs> about Tom Brady leaving the field again after a loss without doing the traditional handshakes. Not every quarterback sticks around and shakes hands after games, but for some reason, it's a big deal when Tom Brady does it. Craig, does it even still register to you? I mean, Twitter lost its damn mind. When he mm-hmm. walked off after without shaking Jared Goff's hand, but Jared Goff went out to the middle of the field like he expected to find Tom Brady waiting for him there and didn't find him. Is this is this are, is the media just blowing this up because they have nothing better to do with their time? Uh, I think that's part of it because when Brady lost in New England, he was the same way. He doesn't he doesn't take losing very well, and and he'll admit and, that. Right, exactly, and. The way, if you think about how he played last year with the Patriots, he's hasn't really improved much <laughs> being well, in Tampa. The, the talent around him is better. Um, this is gonna this is gonna upset Cinch. Cinch, I'm sorry, 
the coaching around him is better. Okay. Yeah, Belichick is an amazing, amazing coach. But Bruce Arians is an offensive freaking genius. He just, he just, he does. They're different kinds of coaches. Belichick, Belichick has a way of maximizing the talent around him. Arian says, give me talent and I will get the best out of them. It's different. They're different styles of coaching. But it's a different level of coaching. It's a much different level of talent. He's got two starting running backs and yes. three starting wideouts. The and a tight end. And two tight ends. It's Cameron Brayton, and the other guy. Who am I forgetting? Gronk. Oh, that's Jesus Christ. How about forget Gronk? <laughs> okay, so 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 running back wise, he went from Sony Michelle falling over mm-hmm. to Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Yep. He went from Julian Edelman and a bunch of also appearing in this game less guys. <laughs> To Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and and then Antonio Brown said, "Hey, you guys playing?" <laughs> yep. I, the talent's just so much better. He need listen. Every great player, every great competitor, they have their moments. Brady needs to stop doing this. It's stupid. It's stupid, and it's gonna hurt his legacy. It's gonna hurt his legacy. You don't have to be happy after a loss, but you do have to be a good sport about. It. Yes. And he's not all the time. No, he's not. So, all right, what do you got for me? Uh, So for me, because, you know, oh, because my week started horribly because of what happened to the Bengals on Sunday, and then it just derailed from there. Oh, yeah. Um, So I've been, I was looking at where teams are projected to be, you know, to draft. Right now, the Bengals are projected to draft third or fourth. Jesus, are we already to that point? We are. It's week week 12, you know. Get Trevor (laughs) I'll just go get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yep. And uh, so I'm looking at it. You know, the Bengals are going to draft more than likely a offensive lineman. I hope, hope. Uh, but I'm I scroll down and I get to the Bears. Okay. And after I saw this news today, and then saw that, like I don't know what the Bears are doing. I don't think the Bears know what they're doing. So the Bears oh. this week, they did not. They're not announcing their starting QB yet. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be Trubisky, more than likely. What choice do they have? Yes. <laughs> so then I see that they're projected to draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So are the Bears still in this constant state of rebuilding that I've heard the Bears have been in for the last five years? Um. Yes, because to finish rebuilding, you have to actually finish rebuilding. Mm. And mm-hmm. the Bears haven't done that. And I'm looking for something. Hold on a second. Okay. Yeah. Um, every time they say they're done rebuilding, they have to rebuild again because they still stink. And that's the problem. Um, so, yeah, they're still rebuilding. Um, I think they're going to be perpetually rebuilding, honestly. That's just my opinion on it. Um, that's, a, that's, that's a good Sean question. That is. Which, I mean, especially North. in the NFC North. I mean, I don't yeah. see them. I don't see them being better than the Packers in the next two seasons, really. Yeah. No. You know, and the Lions depends on the week, and same with the Vikings. But yeah. Okay. I'm the reason I'm slightly distracted is because I'm trying to buy that one item again. Oh, and I, I thought it was seven thirty. It is, but the internet tells me there's three of them left. But when oh. I check, when I check, <laughs> check out and buy it, it tells me they're gone. Yeah. This this is some shit. 
this is some crap. Okay, there's three left. You need to buy this right now. Okay, <laughs> here, place order. We're out of stock. All right, well, then go back to my cart. There's three left. Wait a minute, what? Shopping with Brit. What's happening here? This is <laughs> this is this is gonna be a weird Christmas season. And this is the little this is the thing. Little Johnny doesn't need this. He just wants it. Right. Well, I don't even know if Little Johnny wants it. I'm presuming he wants it, but that's beside the point. So, <laughs> and what was the question? What were we talking about? The, <laughs> oh, the oh, Bears okay. rebuilding. Yeah, the Bears are perpetually rebuilding. They need they need a quarterback. Um, they're not going to be in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes because the Jets are absolutely going to demote Sam Darnold and go for Trevor Lawrence, or they're going to let Trevor Lawrence spend one year, not because he can mentor under Sam Darnold, but because the offensive coordinator can stand there and go, see, don't do that for an entire season. <laughs> and their idea is in 2022, they're going to be good. They're not good. People don't want to play there. Their coaching staff is abysmal. Adam Gase has to go. Has to go. Yeah, I think it's it's time. And I'm starting to feel that way about Zach now that if the other rumors I've heard coming out of the... Uh... How the locker room is now in the Cincinnati. Room so. and since he is kind of toxic, yeah. Listen, Adam Gase's time was up in, in with the New York Jets after his introductory press conference. With his eyes. Yes. And with then the, the whole Le'Veon Bell thing. Yeah. He needs to go. He needs to go. Same thing we said. We said this all last year about Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien needs to go. And then they were like, "We're going to promote him to total control." That's a bad idea. <laughs> That's a bad idea. He traded DeAndre Hopkins. Again, this is a bad idea. And now we're 0-4 and we fired him. Okay, you finally did something right. <laughs> do, you, do you want a fucking cookie now? Because you get, you had to screw up for three years to get to this point. Yes. You had to be a bad team. The only thing they did right was get Deshaun Watson. That's yeah. it. Oh, yep. it's infuriating, isn't it? All right, it back to me. Yes. All right, so um, we're 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 more than halfway through the fantasy season. Crazy, so, and again, these are burning hot takes. I don't ask these things of Craig in advance, so you got to give him a second on this. I want your opinions on. I want you to pick two players. Okay. The first one is the biggest guy you're surprised is an actual fantasy standout, and then give me the one that you're most let down about, and it can't be someone who's missed time due to injury. So let's start. Who has surprised you this year? And while you answer that, I'm going to try and buy little Johnny's game. <laughs> what do Who you mean su- it's out of stock? <laughs> it's not 7.30 yet. Oh, sweet Jesus. Why am I doing this? Um, I don't Go know. Go on. So who, who am I surprised about? Like doing, who, surprised doing well? as, as, who has surprised you? Pleasantly surprised you? Hmm. That's a you know that's a hard question. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's why I preface it with we don't discuss this in advance. <laughs> so you got to give. Them a minute. Oh, wow, that's really honestly that's a really difficult question. If you have to take if you take out injuries, well, take take off the top of your head. Who has pleasantly surprised you off the top of your head? Because you, you can look at your own fantasy rosters and go, you know what? I picked up that guy. Like we all drafted Tony Pollard because we thought Zeke was going to fall <laughs> that's over. That's true. Right, that's true. So we did, if, you know, but we didn't. He hasn't. He hasn't been there, as it hasn't done that for me. I'll, so I'll go first on this. All right, it's it's gotta be the continued emergence of DK Metcalf for me, because we we in our keeper league we get to keep one guy, but we can't keep anybody who was drafted in the first five rounds. 
So it's got to be somebody you either picked up late in the season or you you got in the mid to late rounds two years ago or his fresh his first year. I drafted DK Metcalf in like the twelfth round, so I kept him. I kept him like he's going to have a big. And people laughed at me. One of the guys, one of the owners in our league went, "You kept DK Metcalf. This is why you lose every year." I'm in first place now, motherfucker. <laughs> and there's a pretty good chance that you're going to have to deal with me in the playoffs. You better hope DK Metcalf doesn't turn out to be half as good as I think he's going to be. But that's beside the point. So, with all the with all the stuff there, I'm 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 present, pleasantly surprised that DK Metcalf turned out as good as he has so far. I thought he was going to be good, but he's been really really good. The guy who's been way worse than I thought he was going to be, Daniel Jones. I talked Daniel Jones yeah. up crazy in the preseason. Yeah, like you, you were a Daniel Jones truther. I was. I was. I was like, this is this is the way to go. This this is gonna be it. So it just the item just disappeared out of my cart. Where did you go? <laughs> it's it's gone. It's just it's not, how? They took it out. This item will be back in stock at seven thirty PM. All right, so now we went from three to zero. <laughs> And come back so, at seven thirty again. Is somebody that I'm I'm surprised about yeah. doing well. It has to be um, Robbie Anderson in Carolina. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. When he was on the Jets, he and I know the Jets are not the best team ever, but still, you're the number one receiver. You think you nope. would get like a lot of looks? It didn't really happen in New York, and then he mm-hmm. got some in trouble off the field in New York, and it was just you know they they didn't resign him and he wound up in Carolina. And when the season started, I wasn't expecting honestly anything. Well, that's the of, thing. Neither, neither was know. anybody else. They had DJ Moore yes. in that one spot and it, it turned out to be Robbie Anderson. So yeah, that's a great one. That's a really good one. He has been really surprising. And I am sad to say I have zero shares of Robbie Anderson. <laughs> so who's been disappointing? Disappointing. Who did you have rated high and maybe picked up in a couple of leagues? And now you're looking back at it and going, oh, man, no. Wow. Well, I think before the season started, even though I had concerns, but I still ranked him high in our running back rankings, right. is Zeke. Just Yeah. Now, see, now everyone thought I was going to say Will Fuller, but no. Um, Will Fuller's actually been relatively okay. He has been, <laughs> except for when I needed him to get a bonus. But, you know, um, right. it has to be Zeke. Because he is not, he is clearly not the same player anymore. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if there's an injury going on. I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know if it's just in his head or the Cowboys in general. But he is not the same running back he was two seasons ago. Yeah, no, no. And the injury to Prescott hasn't helped. No. This team doesn't, doesn't seem to know which way it's supposed to run. Hasn't helped. Nope. I mean. Dallas has just become the laughing stock right now, in my opinion. I mean, Washington at Cowboys this week, the Cowboys are only a three-point favorite at home on a short week against Washington. The Washington football team. <laughs> that is so telling. Yep. So telling. All right, so let's rewind in your mind. Let's go back to August where everyone was healthy. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, What's how many points is the Cowboys going to give at home on Thanksgiving against Washington? I would have said like ten to fourteen. I would say if, if you asked me that in August, I would say fourteen. Yeah, it's three. You're at home. 
against Honestly, Washington. <laughs> and it's Washington. There's there's three factors here that just should just progressively get stronger in your mind. You're at home on a short week against Washington. Yep. This should be a no-brainer that the Cowboys should steamroll this game, but it's not because and part of that is Zeke hasn't been Zeke. No. That's part of it. That's part of it. So, all right. So before we move on to America's favorite game, yes. um, let's acknowledge that the Ravens and Steelers game has been delayed from Thursday until Sunday, which yeah, uh, that was the night game, right? It was the night game, which means I'm going to be able to stream on Twitch that night. Nice. There we go. <laughs> I was actually going to call you and say, you know what? We can actually host NFL games on Twitch. We could set it up on a Skype call. And we could sit there, and basically all you do when you host something is you can sit there and just, your commentary overlaps whatever you're hosting. We could seriously sit there and put on the NFL game, and you and I could talk Hmm. over the game. And you could hear me complain about bad officiating. Hey, we can can go for it. Why not? Well, Thursday nights, you work most Thursday nights, so we we got to find a night that works. But that's beside the point. But just a quick side. My God, did you watch the Chiefs game on Monday? Was it Monday night? Sunday night. Sunday night? I saw like, parts of it. I did not see the whole thing. The officiating was so bad on both. Now, are you are you ball. saying that because you're a Chiefs fan? No, because the Chiefs got away with a bunch of penalties too. Mm, okay. It, they really did. It was so bad, so bad. I was just like, oh my god, you've got to be kidding me, Chris. It was so bad that Chris Jones, a defensive lineman, jumped offside six times and only drew three flags. It got really? to the where they were ignoring him. Well, he was getting. He was trying to time the snap count, and he was so close on most of the times. He, I feel like he started to get a little full of it. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I, I, well, I got away with it twice. I might as well try to get away with it again. And they started flagging him. It was one of those kinds of things. But he was so close in the snap count like a couple of times, and you're like, oh, my God. And it was the point. It wasn't even. It wasn't even. It was to the point where the announcers were pointing it out. The announcers were going, oh, they got away with an offsides there. Oh, they got away oh, with a false start there. Oh, that's, that's bad if they're doing that. <laughs> Yes, yes. Chris Collinsworth can't see three feet in front of him. If he sees these penalties down on the field, then they're bad. They're bad. Prior to hearing how good the Raiders are. But which, by the way, apology to everybody. I told you the Chiefs were going to walk out on that field and make it. The only thing the Chiefs walked out on that field and did was look like a team that had presumed they were going to win. They, they looked terrible against the Raiders. Terrible. The Vegas yeah. odds on the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl should have plummeted after that game <laughs> because they looked terrible. Though I did see that wide open touchdown. There were, but you know what? And that's the thing. If you go the previous drive, the Raiders took the lead on the exact same play to Waller. Oh, really? And he was yes. that wide open? Oh my God! Easily, easily. It was blown coverage. It was so bad that it led to a fight on the Chiefs bench as the defense was arguing over who blew the coverage. Oh, that bad. <laughs> No fists were thrown, but people had to be separated. Yes. Yeah. I think it was Prashard Breland had to be walked away before he threw his shoes and his socks into the <laughs> stains, which has is, is become somewhat of a tradition for us. So. All right. Let's talk about America's favorite game. All right. So, Craig, yeah. I have in front of me five games with a line of at least 50. All right. Full disclosure, because Ravens-Steelers has been delayed, the line has been pulled. Okay. You know, those extra days of rest and the fact that they don't know who's going to be able to play and who doesn't makes a difference. So that line's been pulled. In addition, there is no line for Bears at Packers. Hmm. 
Okay. Give me the five games that are at least 50. All right. So let's go with the obvious, the Chiefs Bucks. Chiefs Bucks is a 56. I believe it is the highest of the week. Your first one is correct. Excellent. All right. Now, see, this one I don't know because a lot of it, I don't know, depends on the quarterback. Let's guess Saints at Broncos. Saints at Broncos is wrong. 43 and a half. That is strike one. All right. All right. Let's go Raiders Falcons. Raiders Falcons is a 55 and a half. Correct. Nice. So three more, right? Yep. Two teams that, well, the Raiders defense is actually decent, but the Falcon defense isn't, but the Falcon offense is better than the Raider defense. (laughs) Plain and simple. That's just going to be a lot of points going up on the board. All right. So let's go Titans Colts. Titans Colts. Good call because that's a 51. 51. You know, all right. So quick aside, Titans Colts 51. You got to bet over under. I would be looking at the over. I would. The Colts, you know, I thought the Colts were going to have a hard time this year, and they're, they've they found ways to win. So That's, This Colt team has gotten better. You know what? Can you believe that Phillip Rivers might have been the answer? <laughs> I mean, does, wow. that, does that shock you in your brain meats? It did at the beginning of the season, but I now I guess, it's, I guess it is the correct answer. And the Titans, you know, after their playoff loss last year, they don't really look like the same team. They did early on. Early on, they look like a team on a mission. Now they just look like a bunch of guys who are like, well, we're going to make the playoffs because our division stinks. Let's just move it along. Yeah, it's like, honestly, it's like after, right around the time, like the week before they played the Bengals, then they lost to the Bengals. And ever since then, I don't know, they just don't seem like the right team. Well, and the other thing is, too, they expected their division to be completely useless, and the Colts decided to stand up and say, no, no, we have all the pieces, and now we have a veteran quarterback. Is is Phillip Rivers redeemed? By by what's going on, I mean, d- d- should, should the Chargers be looking back and saying maybe we had bigger problems than Philip Rivers? I I mean, depending how this the rest of the season plays out, they they could ask themselves that. Yeah, seriously, are you kidding me? Yeah, seven thirty deal just hit, and I can't even hit add the cart; it's already gone. <laughs> I mean, I literally uh, yes. hear this entire conversation and clicking <clears throat> refresh. Oh wait, oh bots, bots everywhere. How is that even possible? What did you put three more online? Because computers, man. I mean, it says the add to cart button is there, but when I press it, it tells me, oh, sorry, you waited too long. I waited literally 30 seconds. <laughs> Not even. I was on top of it. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a sign from God. I need to get Johnny like a stick and a ball or something. <laughs> Johnny's not getting a PS5. I mean, seriously, you sit there and go, we're going to add more inventory at 7.30 out of fairness to all our customers. Okay, well, it's 7.30, and I've been clicking refresh, and it keeps saying, come back at 7.30. The first time the add to cart button comes up, and I click it, it tells me you're out of stock. Oh, that's brutal. And you know what the worst part is? I'm yep. still clicking. Just like, still this clicking, huh? magic... Yes, I'm, I'm <laughs> refresh, add to cart, sorry it's out of stock. Refresh, add to cart, out of stock. Out of stock. So who's the idiot here? The, the people who run this thing who don't know that you can't, shouldn't buy, be able to buy 30 of these at a time, or me who keeps trying to get one? <laughs> you know, it's it's that season of shopping, really. Do you remember when life was simple, when you and I would just go to the mall, and I would just say, stay close behind me, I'm going to start throwing elbows, and we would just push people out of the way, 
not like a menacing fashion, but like we're coming through. Yeah. And you know what? We usually found uh, what we were looking for. You know what the funny thing is? Back in those days, I'm giving up on this now. I'm done with this. <laughs> the funny thing is, I, I, we used to go to, remember Westfield Works Wonders? Yes. We used to go to a, a charity event at uh, our local mall that was owned by Westfield Properties. And they would call it Westfield Works Wonders. You paid $5 to get into the mall after hours and get all these holiday deals. And Craig and myself and one or two of our other friends would go. And every year, I never walked out with a single Christmas gift. Every year, I'd go there and buy something for myself. <laughs> yep. I, that's when I first bought Baldur's Gate, the video game for the PC. Baldur's Gate it was the gift to myself. Everybody else was like, oh, I got like half my holiday shopping. I'm like, no, I just bought a video game. <laughs> I'm going to go home and play video games until I pass out. So, all right, we're done with that. We're done with that. Little Johnny, you're going to get stick in a hoop, and you're going to play it like we <laughs> like to, and you're going to enjoy it because that's the way it used to be. So. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, Middle of America's favorite game. Yeah. You've got three. You've only used one strike. I've still okay. got two games on the board. Two games on the board. Let's go. And I poor Thanksgiving, folks, by the way. If you're sitting there saying, well, why the hell are they so distracted? Craig's had a bad week, and I've had a beer. So, Let's go Texans-Lions. Absolutely correct. That's a 51 and a half. 51 nice. and a half. So I, so I was thinking about doing a lineup before they delayed the game for Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was looking at one of the websites that I trust, and it's like, Here's what you should do. You should start Lamar Jackson, Chase Claypool, <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, and Deontay Johnson. I'm like, you're pulling everyone from one game. What about Texans-Lions? What about it? Shouldn't I use someone from that game? That game <laughs> is going to be a shootout. No, it's really not. Use all the Ravens and all the Steelers. Okay. That's why I said hey, I'm not putting a lineup for this week. I'm not putting so. in a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I'm not putting in a Thursday-only lineup this year. I'm not doing it. Because it was like, oh, just disregard everything. Well, I can understand dis- disregarding Washington the Cowboys, unless I want to use a defense from there. But, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I understand Stafford. Did Stafford practice today? I don't know, actually. Because he, he was he was uh, potentially, um, he was questionable. So I don't know if he practiced today, but I'll see if I can find out. Uh, he says he's ready for Thanksgiving. It's a thumb injury. Oh, all right. That's good. He's probably my starting quarterback. Right. Kyler Murray's probably banged up too. I got Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, and oh, um, what's his name? Hill from New Orleans. Ugh. <laughs> if Kyler Murray doesn't play, it's like, all right, well, I guess Matt Matt Stafford's okay. If Matt Stafford doesn't play, then I'm just like, ugh. By the yeah. way, quick trivia point. Did you know Matt is not his first name? No. Matthew is his middle name. His first name is John, but he doesn't go by John. He goes by Matt. Hmm. There's your name for today. Yeah, John Stafford doesn't, I don't know, doesn't roll off the tongue. I guess not. All right, anyway, so you've got you've got four of the five. You've got two strikes remaining. I'm looking at one game hmm. that's got 50 and a half. This Ooh. one is totally fringe. Can you get it? Uh, let's see. Chargers, Bills. This would be two weeks in a row if you got this right. Chargers Bills is incorrect. <sighs> Chargers Bills is a oh no, I'm sorry. Oh my god, nope. I missed a game. <laughs> Charger Bills is fifty three and a half. I, I don't know how I missed that. I win. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't because there's still one more on the list. Oh, you know, oh. now I gotta look again. There's a, there's a one, two. There's actually seven games. <laughs> right, there's six. Okay. You've gotten five out of six. 
You got two strikes left. Chargers Bills makes perfect sense. I'm like, why didn't I see that? One more. You got two shots One at it. Come on. One more. Uh, it's Thanksgiving. It's going to be a Thanksgiving miracle. 49ers Rams. 49ers Rams is incorrect. That is a 45. Well, that's a hell of a guess. If the 49ers knew who was still playing on their team, that would be a good guess. <laughs> All right, you got All one right. more shot. All right. Let's say, oh, man. All right, Cardinals-Patriots. Oh, strike three. <sighs> and that's a close one. That's 49 and a half. Oh, well, 49 and a half. The correct answer was Seahawks at Eagles. Really? Looks at Eagles was a 50 and a half, and the Eagles are only getting five and a half. Ah, uh, really? The Eagles? Sorry, dude. Yep. The Eagles Damn. are not good. The Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles might be the worst team at the NFC East. And that's a strong statement to make. <laughs> they might be, they might be the worst overall team in the NFC East. I really think that. I, you know, I'm looking at the Giants. Daniel Jones is getting better. Wayne Goldman has not been anywhere near Saquon, but he, from a football perspective, he's been decent. Um, Washington has, I think Washington has played way better than most people expected them to be. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, sorry. All right, let's move on to the metric. <laughs> my beer glass is empty, and that's never a good place to be. So, all right, how how'd you do last week at DFS? By the way. Uh... Last week was a uh, not a good week for me in DFS compared to the week before. So, well, sorry to hear that. I happens. doubled up. I doubled up. I'm very nice. happy. I had like five weeks in a row that was bad, and the last two weeks have been so good it's made up for it. So, all right. So let's talk about quarterbacks. Um, the chalk play and the value play is the same name this week. Patrick Mahomes is 8K at Tampa. I don't think that's a bad play. I've got him slated for 29 points. He's going to get value there. I think he's he's a he's a better play than it looks like on paper. If you want to go cheaper, Justin Herbert is 7,200. I have him as the fourth best QB. Um, Cam Newton, I just don't trust. The metric says use him. I don't agree with that. Daniel Jones at Cincinnati is only 5,500. You're you're a Bengals fan. Would you take That's... Daniel Jones at Cincy for fifty five hundred? For fifty five hundred, yeah, I would. Would you rather have Mahomes at eight K or Jones at five point five? Mm, that would depend on the lineup I was trying to make, because you know that's like three grand that I can put somewhere else. So right. I'd right. have to see how the lineup like worked out. So for me, the chalk option this week is Mahomes. Who do you like? Uh, yeah, definitely Mahomes. Uh, he's playing Tampa. You know, he's still probably going to throw for 320 yards. Uh, Particularly my... if he's angry and they get ahead. He's going to play from behind. And that's when he throws a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, you know who I kind of like is Derek Carr against Atlanta. Because Atlanta's secondary is <laughs> not good. All right. So I've got Carr at 17 points and he's 5,700. So there's a question. Okay, so they're in the same ballpark. Derek mm-hmm. Carr at 5,700 or Daniel Jones at 5,500? Uh, I think they're I would go with Derek Carr. The same. I have them both at 17 points. Carr definitely has the bigger upside, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think I might take Carr over Daniel Jones. I still want to use Patrick Mahomes if I can. That's a great buy there. I think that's 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 a good pickup right there. Okay, let's talk about running backs. 
this week the chalk play is Dalvin Cook. The problem is he's ninety five hundred. <laughs> he's very expensive. Then you're using Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then then you're you're not even using Daniel Jones. <laughs> Let me go way down the list here. At that point, you're probably using Carson Wentz. Oh well, no, he's a fifty six hundred. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're using Daniel Jones probably. You're probably using Daniel Jones there. You don't want to do that. Dalvin Cook is 9,500. If I can afford Dalvin Cook, I'll use him because he's a reliable chalk play. But, you know what? Three hours ago, this made sense. I was looking at Gus Edwards. Yeah. But now, maybe not. Maybe not. I'm going to avoid that game. I'm going to avoid that game like the plague. So I don't really have a solid value play this week at running back. So what I'm probably going to do is try to go for mid-range guys. Guys are not going to cost me a ton of money, but are going to have better upsides like um, DeAndre Swift. Wasn't I down on him two weeks ago? He's yeah, only but he, he had a concussion, so, you know. Antonio Gibson's playing on Thursday. Well, so was Gus Edwards before all this happened. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is only 6,400. Mm-hmm. That could work. Look at Zeke down at 6,800. Nah, I still wouldn't. You know who I would highlight this week? It's going to sound like? weird me saying. I do oh, like no, Wayne Goleman. You like Wayne Goleman this week? He's $5,000. He's playing Cincinnati. Like, the air, the all the oxygen came out of Cincinnati when uh, Joe Burrow didn't get up. Yeah. So. So, 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 yes or no, Wayne Goleman can get to 15 points this week? Yes. He could. And he's now you play. That that's all I you think need. He could. That's the only that's the only thing you need to answer yourself for yourself. I think also another another play I'm looking I'm looking at Damian Harris again. Uh, he's at fifty eight hundred. I've only got him slated for twelve points, and I feel like I maybe underestimated him a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you this, I'm avoiding the Tampa Bay running backs. Because yes. I have no idea from game to game who I'm gonna use. I used in the Monday night pool this week, I used Leonard Fournette in the captain spot. Because he was way cheaper than Ronald Jones, and he got the touchdown. I was like, "Well, thank you, God." <laughs> you know, so so running back might be one of those positions you have to kind of fill last this week. You might want to build your strategy around your quarterback, wide receiver, tight end build, and then come mm-hmm. back and see what you can afford in running back. And if you've got a lot of salary, Dalvin Cook, Alvin That's Kamara, right. there's these are the guys who are going to get you 18, 19 points every single week. Derrick Henry, I think, is a solid play this week because I think they're going to try and, and slow the game down against Indy because they know Indy's defense isn't as good as its offense. But who knows? Who knows? All right, let's talk wideouts. You know who... So the so the chalk plays of the week are Tyreek Hill, Terry McLaurin, and Devontae Adams. Not necessarily in that order. Okay. The problem is Devontae Adams is 8,800. Can't use him at 8,800. He needs to get 26 points at 8,800. He's not getting 26 points against Chicago. It's a divisional game. They know each other too well. They know they, their entire strategy might be put everyone on Devontae Adams and let Marquez Van Valdez Scanning fumble <laughs> and Alan Lazard underrun a ball. No, really, really quick aside, did you see that uh, uh, Marquez got death threats yeah. from that uh, fumble? Did he really? Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers had to defend him publicly. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is probably the guy who sent the death threats. <laughs> That's shocking. Listen, guys, it's football. If you're yeah. if you're that invested in the outcome, that means you have to be financially invested in it. What is the one thing I tell you every time I have a sure shot? 
you said the take the deed to, to my house and put it and, on the game. No, take the <laughs> oh. deed to your house and put it away. Oh, away. And, yes. For like five years, I've been saying this. You can't. I, I just. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And and are they are they completely dismissing that he made the big play that led to a touchdown like ten minutes before he fumbled? Yes. That, they even, forgot about that. They're not even in overtime without that play. They don't make it to overtime. So you know what? Shut up and take what you get. It's Marquez Valdez Scanling. You didn't draft Jerry Rice. <laughs> oh, it just drives me nuts. All right, so other other chalk plays, other expensive guys, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, they're all very expensive. You know, I don't really have a really solid value play until you get down into like the third tier. When you get down to the guys who are going to score 10 or 11 points because they're under 4,000, Jakeem Brandt has been decent for Miami. He's playing against the Jets, but I don't think they're going to have to throw very much against the Jets. Demarcus Robinson. So if you're going to use Mahomes, Demarcus Robinson isn't bad at 3,700. That's true. That's a nice little cheap combo. But I would also say this. Byron Pringle (laughs) got like four targets in the game last week and almost caught a touchdown. And he's like $800. Where is he? Is he even on my list? I don't even see him on this list. He did not make the top 115. (laughs) I got to look it up now. Because I used him in a pool. Ever since that stupid KFC lineup, I'm going to use Byron Pringle. Every time it's half time. now. I put him into a captain slot. I throw a dollar at it. If he catches a touchdown, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> if he doesn't catch a touchdown, then I'm like, oh, well, he didn't. Yeah, nothing him. changes. Yeah, nothing. I lost. I'm, I'm out a dollar. <laughs> but I'm telling you, he's. I'm, I'm looking it up right now what his value is. He's 3000 Okay, wait a minute. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. So Demarcus Robinson at 3700 mm-hmm. or Byron Pringle at 3000 Gotta go, Robinson, right? Yeah, I would. Play. I would lean towards Robinson. Yes, <laughs> it's the safer play. Okay, so I'll I'll retract that statement. Um, and there's always Denzel Mims. Depends on how how Joe Flacco feels. Yeah, you know what's but shocking? Those are all guys. I don't think shocking to me is what's up. How far Julio Jones has dropped down the list? Yeah, where is he? He's sixty five hundred. I'm looking for him in my rankings. <clears throat> uh, he's seventy one. Seventy one. That's where he's, he's in this list. Golden Tate. Yes. This is so sad. I, I. Alan Lazard and Hunter Renfro are above him. And you know what the worst part is? I have him slated for nine points, mm-hmm. and at sixty five hundred dollars, that puts him under one point five x, which means he's a do not use. Crazy. He's a do not use because he's 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 going to get less than two x. Anyone who's under two x projected is a do not touch. I do not touch. And that's guys like Devontae Adams, but that's because he's expensive. Guys like Marquise Brown, because they haven't prevent, they haven't done... Mar- Miko Hardman has done nothing. Danny Amendola. Uh, Cordell Patterson is a do not use. I mean, these are guys that... Quintez Cephas, these are guys who have earned their slot. You know what I mean? They're not mm-hmm. on here just because I don't like them. They're on here because they haven't done much later. Scotty Miller is on my list under the do not use this week. You know why? why? Because if Scotty Miller catches a touchdown, he's value. If he doesn't, he's garbage. End of story. <laughs> Just That's like it. that. That's it. It's that simple. Is he going to catch a touchdown? Can you tell me definitively he's going to catch a touchdown yes or no? Well, no, yeah, then he's worthless. No. If the answer is yes, then I'll use him, but I can't. It is sad that Julio Jones. So is Julio Jones a sneaky play? I don't think so. Uh, not this week. Maybe if so. the Falcons were playing themselves, then yes. Yeah, 
That's true. That's true. So you know what I'm thinking now? I'm thinking to myself, I can maybe get away with using Patrick Mahomes with Demarcus Robinson and maybe like Jakeem Grant, and that may free up the money for me to use Dalvin Cook. That could work. Do I that go cheap? Do I go like do I go like chalk quarterback, total value wide receivers, and like mid range chalk running backs? Hmm. You may have to. I've had stupider ideas, right? Uh yes. <laughs> right now, and I'm going to see if that game is still available. <laughs> I gotta look one more time. I gotta look one more time. Oh good, the deal will be back at eight PM. All, All right. right. Thanks a lot. They're probably like putting out like a hundred at a time. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's like Cabbage Patch Kids 2020. <laughs> Speaking of Cabbage Patch Kids, let's talk about tight ends. I've only got that's one so on my list, and it's a Thursday. It's a Thursday game, and it's Jordan Aikens. Um, and that's only because he's under three thousand. He's a total value play because he's cheap. He gets nine points. He's value. Um, the the chalk as always is Travis Kelsey. You, you can't stop Travis Kelsey. Nope. Only if you get him mad. Yeah. Well, yeah. The only person who can stop Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey. Yes. Um, you know who I do like this week, and he's not quite value, but I think he's going to end up being value. I've got Gronk at about ten points, but I think he's got a ceiling of close to twenty. I honestly do, because the Chiefs don't guard tight ends well, and so you know, forty-four hundred for Gronk isn't crazy. What do you like at tight end this week? You know, I do like I do like Gronk. If I'm using Carr, I'm probably going to pair him up with Waller. Even though Waller's like six thousand for a tight end, well, yeah, but the, he's he's the number two guy on our list. I mean, he's he's a chalk play. But you know, yeah, if, if they're going to beat Atlanta, they, Darren Waller's probably going to have a decent day. Probably have a decent day. That's one of those games. I think you take the prop bets and you take the over across the board. Yo, yeah, definitely. Will this guy throw for yes? Yes, all yes. <laughs> Will this guy run for over? <laughs> You know, I mean, like, retired people, you know. Will Roddy White catch six passes? Yes, yes, he will. <laughs> In this game, he will absolutely catch six balls. So, yeah, tight end, I think tight end, you either you, either you can pair it up and you can go big, or you just got to go cheap and, and, and go with somebody you like. You know, like, Irv Smith Jr. is only 3,000, 3,100, rather. But, That's you know, not bad. But it's not good, it's not reliable. Yeah. You know? Tight end has been a very tight end, tight end in particular. So going into this year, we thought it was going to be Kelsey, Ertz, and Andrews, right? We're going to be the tier. Oh, Kittle, that's right. I forgot about Kittle. Um, and, and maybe and maybe Darren Waller. So maybe he had four or five guys. Waller's been all right. Kelsey's been great. Ertz is hurt. Kittle Kittle's has been, broken. He's, he's broken. He's hurt in and out, and he's miserable. Even when he has played, he has not produced. So, you know, I, I don't know. Ted has been a weird, weird thing. So, all right, defense. There is no value play at defense. Just pick one. Just take one. Just take one. You want to go? I hate to say what I'm about to say. Giants at Cincy. The Giants are not a terrible pick at 3,200. No, they're just a terrible pick. Yeah, you know who I kind of like? I kind of like Minnesota um, at home against Carolina because they're only 2,300. Um, I kind of also like the Jets against Miami. Because I don't think Miami's going to run up a huge score on them. 
and I think the Jets can cause a turnover or two and keep it close enough that they get positive points. Yeah, out. last week the the last last week the Jets defense started off really well and then they just they stopped. They did, but there's only they're only two hundred dollars more expensive than Minnesota's or two hundred dollars cheaper rather than Minnesota. So I'm only going to use them if I have to. Right. If I if I have the money, I'll use Minnesota. So my idea this week is probably I don't even know if this would work. I'm going to go cheap at wideout, and I'm going to try to go mid mid to high range at quarterback and running back, and then just whatever defense I can afford, and and fit in a tight end that's going to get me five or six points. That's really all I want to do, you know. Um, now that that makes sense because you know I was thinking about the Rams defense because they're playing San Francisco, but you know there's 3,700. That's a little on the pricey end for defense. And I am avoiding Thursday night. I'm avoiding Thursday day. I'm avoiding the Thursday. This will release Thursday morning. And oh, that reminds me, Craig, you, I need you to release the uh, podcast tomorrow morning because <laughs> I'm going to be driving all over God's Christendom delivering food to my family. So, um, but this will release before the games run on Thursday. I'm still not going to touch the Thursday games. The only game I was interested in looking at was the night game, and now it's moved to Sunday. And yeah. DraftKings pulled all of its pools. Oh, God, that was really loud. Sorry. DraftKings pulled all of its pools on that game because they moved it to Sunday. There were they were showdown captain pools. I was like, all right, I'll take a look at that. No, can't anymore. They pulled all of them. I got a nice email saying, we've given you your money back. Go away. Oh, well, at least they gave you your money back. Yeah, exactly. Well, they canceled the pools. <laughs> the pools didn't execute. They kind of have to. So, all right, we're just about out of time. Craig, Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I just uh, hope everyone has a safe and mostly happy Thanksgiving. I know this year is a little weird. People yep. are not doing what they're normally doing. Yep. You know, we missed our friends giving this year, which sucked. Oh, so, yeah. you know, just a uh, Sunday. Yeah. Just uh, be careful out there and enjoy your food. Absolutely. You know, just to, to kind of, and that's where I was going to go with my final thoughts. So I'll just pair it off of that, which is, this year, my family, I knew we weren't going to be able to get together and my family was going to be upset about it. So what I decided to do was I make a really, well, I'm told it's a really solid uh, batch of mac and cheese. I said this year, I will bring to each of your houses on Thursday morning, a batch of mac and cheese. And then Thursday afternoon, we can all do a Zoom together whenever you guys want. So that's a problem because as small of a state as Connecticut is, I'll be driving tomorrow for about three <laughs> to four hours as I drive 30 minutes to my father's, 30 minutes east to my father's, yeah, 30 minutes, 40 minutes north to my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. to an hour and 15 minutes southwest to get to Wilton, <laughs> to drive another 45 minutes to an hour back to my home in Milford. And on my way home in Milford, I have to stop and see my in-laws. But at least I, I sit here complain about all this driving I'm going to do. But I'll get to see them. I'll get to be socially distant. I'll at least be able to see, say hello and offer them something yummy in, in exchange for not being able to be there in person while we eat. So yep. whatever you're going to do, be safe. Just be safe. I still see a lot of people out there saying, oh, this thing isn't real. Masks aren't effective. Shut up. For the last nine months, we've all been locked inside because this thing is very real. If you still don't think COVID is real, then please, by all means, go out and celebrate all you want. I'll see you in the hospital in about a week or two. Exactly. Don't do it to yourself. Take it seriously, guys. Take it seriously. So, what is this? What's what? 
Oh, Mark, somebody hand Marcus, you a note? <laughs> yes. Oh. Marcus Hall, who used to play for the Cowboys and was their strength and conditioning coach, literally just passed away. 54 years old. Too young. Oh, that too sucks. Young to go. Too young to go. See? Got to take care of yourself, folks. That's right. You know what else you need to do? You need to leave us a review. Wherever you're listening to us, uh, Apple, Stitcher, Player FM, um, we definitely want we want you to leave us a review and give us your feedback. Particularly, give us some feedback. We always we appreciate the reviews, but we love the reviews with comments. What we're doing well, what you would like to see change. Constructive hey, reviews. Constructive reviews. Uh, a big shout out, really quickly, to uh, Canada. Um, we got notified today by one of the pod monitoring groups that we have shot on to the top fantasy sports podcasts in Canada. Um, it, we're, we're not like super high. I'm not going to give an exact number because it's kind of somewhat embarrassing. But the fact that we got <laughs> recognized. And we're not doing hockey. And we're not doing hockey. The fact that we got recognized, and we got recognized to the point where these these people who you know are paid to watch the industry sent us an email and said, hey, guys, just so you know, you've made some waves in Canada was very nice to hear. So thank you to our northern neighbors. I am half Canadian. My father is. is a first-generation U.S. immigrant. His parents were from Canada. He was born in Maine. I'm the second generation from Canada. I am half Canadian. I love Canada. I Have you ever been? Yes. Well, okay. on a cruise, but yes. On a cruise. So you did the ports. But you've never just like gone to Montreal or gone to Toronto? I have not. You would love Montreal for the history. Let me tell you right now. You, I know you're a history buff. You would love Montreal for the history because it is so, if you go back to the 1700s and 1800s, it is so tied to U.S. history back then when the borders were not so clear. It is amazing stuff. You would really, really love it. So, And through Ancestry, we were able to trace my, my roots back to there. I, I, I've, I think I've mentioned on here before, I had a, an ancestor that fought in uh, the 1800s in the Battle of Montreal. So kind of proud of that. Not really proud of the fact that he probably died by friendly fire but but he was there he was there he they think he stood in front of a cannon but that's beside the point so he may not have been the brightest ball but (laughs) he was there anyway go enjoy your thanksgiving thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoy the football next week we will be back with week 13 preview and we keep moving forward this year is flying on us uh enjoy the holiday season enjoy your friends and family safely and from a distance Until next week, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Hi, Deb.